Five, four, three, two, one. Something more befitting a man of your education. Get this situation under control, gentlemen. And now, from an undisclosed location for good reason, it's the Midlife Crisis Show, starring Elliot Kleiner and Peter Applebaum, recorded live and unscripted, but then carefully edited. In the Pantheon... Don't start. The third word. The third word. <laughs> okay. In the list. List. List is list. good. And don't list to one side. Oi. In the list. And of... so it begins on about the fifth word. <laughs> In the list of brilliant topics we've had for the Midlife Crisis Show, I reckon this is one of the best and the most vivid crises we of the, our middle years have. It's true. In the generation that I grew up in, if you had a tattoo... You were either in prison or you were a drug dealer mixed up in the underworld. See, I obviously was born on the wrong side of the tracks because in, in where I grew up, you were either a bikey or a pirate. But now it seems only one generation later to illustrate yourself from head to toe is commonplace and considered approved and accepted by society. And it seems to me that this snuck in. Have we actually told our wonderful listening audience what the topic is? The topic of today is tattoos... I just don't get it. Now, we have a metaphorical raising of hands all over the listening midlife crisis show world of middle-aged people saying, damn straight, what's it all about? Why are kids covering themselves with permanent illustrations? And why are they choosing what they are choosing? And what does it do for them? I find it impossible to understand why someone would spend tons of money and go through so much pain and anguish to have an illustration placed on them in in such an area that they can't look at it. Which there, right there, places you as someone who is middle-aged and you just don't get it. I just don't get it. I need somebody to explain this to me. And that's why we have a variety of guests who are going to come in and talk to us over the phone and set us straight. We're going to get started with Tim, one of our friends who's come in here who's a total expert on tattoos, given that he has none. Tim? Welcome to the Midlife Crisis Show. Elliot, Peter, morning. morning. <laughs> we are in mourning because you don't have any tattoos. I don't. I don't. Why not? I never really got around to... Uh, it's a matter where, of time. We just don't have just, time. No, I think over the years you go through different groups of friends, different parts of your life, whether it, uh, I'd spent some time on the Gold Coast, spent some time overseas in Los Angeles. Right. Here in Sydney as well too, coming yes. to Sydney. Yes. Um, Tattoo capital. All of them. St Kilda was big for us when we were kids. We'd, we'd spend a lot of time Ackland Street and see that side of Melbourne that is similar to the cross here in Sydney. You're alluding to something. No, yeah. Get, without this, trying, I mean, this you're is trying, the, trying. This is the midlife crisis show confessional, this is what Tim. It comes down Spit to. it I out. I think that if you've got one, there's always a problem in the sense of this. So you've been through a problem or there's some emotional oh. element in your life I think you've been through. He's taken us dark already. Well, I, either that or you're following but this is, soccer I think, players, I think Tim uh, football is players, porn stars are, are big with tattoos now. You know, getting AWN or PORN? PORN. I wouldn't know, Tim. Well, no, there's a lot of porn out there, as you right. know. I, I don't know. Or no porn stars. You know a lot about Peter, come on, please. Elliot, comments, thoughts? I'm not supporting you. You (laughs) dig yourself out of this hole. Look, I think what Tim's alluding to is the fact that the generation that we're in, and we're talking about the boomers and the X's, if you uh, were raised in that era, then tattoos were usually representative of either criminal activity or emotional discourse. And I think... Or pirates. Or pirates. Are you a pirate, For those of us who like to live... You look like a pirate. Live in fantasy land like Pete, who was obviously (laughs) raised on fairy tales. (laughs) 
never knew anybody and that went. I to- was raised by a loving pair of unicorns. <laughs> so there is that sort of dark side, and I think our generation is the one that's going to have the hardest time accepting the Gen Y habit and peer pressure. The peer pressure is outrageous. When you were young and you were impressionable with people, wherever it was, groups of people, there was always someone getting a tat, and let's go to the the parlor and get one. I dodged that so many times. Why? I don't, it was just something that uh, I didn't want to get a panther on my forearm or I didn't want to get crucifix on my chest. It was mm. not something I really wanted to do, but mm. it was a peer pressure thing. But you've really got to have a good reason. I mean, if you're going to get a tattoo, first of all, you've got to have a reason for having one. Second of all, you've got to have a reason for choosing the design and the placement that you've gone for. But these days you've got to have a reason not to get one. That seems almost the case. And I think that's rather frightening because I don't want to darken it too much, but I think that... Uh, we always manage to go dark Yeah, we some always stage, go dark Tim. at some stage. And I think you're it. The way I look at tattoos is it's like suicide in this respect. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And I think Mm. if you've got a tattoo for an emotional reason, perhaps you should be addressing the emotional problem before you start making it a a permanent reminder of that problem. He's the conscience of the midlife crisis show. I'm I'm the clown. It's the most intelligent thing I could come up with to say this morning. Don't shoot it down. Because I doubt that I'll be able to come back to that level again. I think the people with tattoo removal will be going through a roaring trade. I agree. Well, certainly in the the next five to ten years. I think that... Uh, one in every three, one in every four people who get a tat would be well, wanting, like, wanting know, it removed. Well, Tim, your close personal friends, Dave and Posh, Beckham, of course, yeah, is getting a tat removed. From behind her neck, which is getting removed now. Why so would you, you have a tattoo it? in a place where you can never see it, no matter how hard you try? My philosophy is don't get a tattoo, just read a good book. But as soon as you do, there's almost an element of tawdriness, Tim. Well, I don't know what the word is, mate, without getting in trouble here. No, for me. Go on, get in trouble. We, we, just we think want it's you to get in trouble. Slutty, mate. Oh. It was just, for, you know, I, when you get to that level, Tats are tats. Whether it's a tramp stamp on you know above their bum or tats down their arm or a couple of paw prints above their boobs. I don't get the whole sleeve thing. And I don't get tattoos that creep up your neck and around your ears and onto your face and I mean I it's almost to me it's almost like you've got some kind of an insecurity that you're trying to address attention seeking I actually I disagree with both of you I think it's basically it's conformity it's conformity with your social group we're talking about sports stars there are some footballers that we know rugby league or Aussie rules there's one in particular Josh Dugan has the in rugby league he has so many tattoos on his neck, on his torso, on his legs. I can't imagine where else he has where we where, where we don't see when he's got his clothes on. It's just absurd, in my opinion. But maybe in his social group, it's acceptable. It's hard without actually asking and having a conversation with the individual as to the reasons and why they've got And is it an addiction one. to the needle in the sense of... Well, I don't know why anybody you would know, want to do it. It's, it's, it hurts. Yeah. Like, I'm re- how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? I want to know how you know about buggery. Oh, God. <laughs> how come you know what buggery feels like? I don't. That's G. Turn a phrase. Carly. Elliot, that's Please. one of our guests. This is Please. how we're Please. going to get on mainstream radio. <laughs> but wouldn't they look better as art hanging on a wall rather than on a person? Yeah, look on your calf. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. It's where you put it on your body. Where do, what do you do well, there? That's actually a good question. Is it, is how, it, do you choose, arms? Is how do you choose where? to put it that's going to be as individual you- as the people that make that choice for me it was easy i only had one tattoo which was used to cover up a scar from a, a nasty motorcycle accident that i had in my youth now the only reason that i got that tattoo 
was to cover because that's the one rare case where a tattoo would actually improve the look of a particular body part. I was thankful that it was in a place where you don't get to see it very often. Does your wife dig it? That's the most important thing. Uh, I don't think she's really got much of an opinion either way about it. <laughs> Obviously, you've I, been married a long time. Every now and then she notices it and then she gets a rag and tries to wipe it off. She, knows, <laughs> she, she thinks that you know, a bit of you know, spray and wipe. Let's get and back to your tattoo. <laughs> Oh, Tim, Tim, Tim. Finally, we found a <laughs> we found a material appropriate to the demographic of the show. Exactly. Look, I think you're in, Tim. It's going to be the, the three of us on the midlife crisis. Oh, here's a question for Tim: Do you envisage there ever being a scenario that would induce you to have a tattoo placed somewhere? See, we ask what, the tough questions. This is this is the sixty minutes. This is the sixty minutes. What question. circumstance? I don't think no. I, would I, there be? I don't think there'd ever be anything that I. Come on, a, a gun, no, I really no. A gun to your head? No, no, no. I'd rather take the hit. Oh, I'd take a bullet well, just, rather than take a needle. Well, well, no, well, hold on. Uh, tattoos at work that probably go on for minimum of four hours. Bullets much faster, <laughs> and equally but, but permanent. I, I, look, I, th- I think getting back to it, uh, the Russians to be in certain gangs and hierarchy within gangs are, are certain stars in certain parts of your body. And the triads do the same thing. They do. They and do. the Yakuza. Yeah, they are. Japan. The, you know, this is why I think there's this, in this fact, connection. If you, if you have a tattoo in Japan, you are seen as being part of a Yakuza. We went to an onsen, which is like a bathhouse in Tokyo mm. when we were there some years ago, and you weren't allowed in if you had tattoos. Did you use your mod- modesty towel there, Pete? Oh, I'm too big. They don't make towels that big. La- or should I say large? Or should I not say anything at all? In fact, <laughs> they gave him a face washer. <laughs> I looked at it and said, "You want me to do what with that?" <laughs> oh my goodness, listeners, why are they so unkind? Honestly. But they're, they're beautiful tattoos. The Japanese yakuza tattoos—they are. I don't think I've seen work like that on anybody here. But you've got to respect and the pictures. amount of time pictures. and the artistry. And, and you've also got to respect the amount of uh, personal pain and discomfort that one would have to go through to have tattoos of that nature. Then there's this entire section we haven't touched on yet, which is the cosmetic tattoo. This is where people, and I'll say women, are having their eyebrows and their lips permanently uh, yes. uh, made up with tattoos and they think that we can't tell. They're convinced we don't know. I know many women with tattooed eyebrows who think we don't know. Really? Is that permanent? Yeah. Yes, it is. I think we should go off and get tears down our cheeks. It's like... Oh, be careful. There's a significance there. Is there? Yeah. I don't know these things. No, well, you live a very sheltered life. Babe in the wood. There seem to be two stories floating around. I'm not sure which has more credibility. One is that if you have the teardrop tattoo, which is usually administered when you're in prison... Oh, Okay, that's the first thing. My goodness. Uh, it can be for one of two reasons, and this seems to be cultural and d- depends where in the world that you are. In Australia, my understanding, and I may be completely wrong on this, is that you have a teardrop tattoo if, and this is going a bit dark, if you've experienced an unfortunate scene in the showers. Okay. If you're in America, the story goes that you have a teardrop tattoo if one of your close family members died while you were incarcerated. So they're both very dark and they're both equally nasty reasons, but my understanding is that sometimes the teardrop tattoo is not voluntary. It's administered to you without your approval. So I basically stumbled into that without having any idea of its significance. It's like when I was in, in, in Neutral Bay, Woolworths, and put the bananas in the top tray, and I had all these, these women coming up and saying, hi, what are you doing later? And I said, eating my bananas? Don't get me started on when he, <laughs> don't get me started on when he has the Omo in his front window. <laughs> 
That's when I really clean up. Jen Wise are shaking their heads going, what the hell are these guys all about? <laughs> the only thing, that, the only inference, I'm going to bring it back, the only inference that you can possibly make from the teardrop tattoo is that that person has been inside. Okay. In the all big right. house. In the big house, okay. So Did we, you have a different story I on that, I always Tim? thought it was something about stabbing. Two tears was a death oh. and one tear was stabbing. That you're guilty of, or you no, gonna... you, yeah, you'd actually stabbed someone. Because if you were in the stabbed... big in the big house, no, that's all anywhere. Yeah. So like, yet again, I don't know. This is you know. It's... See, Elliot's obviously very clued up about these things. I just I don't know which is the truth, but the, I mean, the, I think again, the only inference you can draw is that when you see teardrop tattoos, that's somebody in the big house for whatever okay, reason. I they've started got the talking about teardrops. What I was just what about meant... if you had a spider web on your elbow? Is that something? Yeah, it means you're Spider Man. Are you back in fantasy land again? <laughs> Are we? Are we back to pirates again and unicorns? <laughs> I never recovered from the pirate thought. I kind of like the people. Uh, should we take a break now and go and have some lunch? I understand that they're serving fairy bread and red cordial. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've lost any credibility. Pictures to be posted later on the Midlife Crisis Show website. Tim, who the hell are you? Because we like you. Happy to join you again, guys. It has been a blast. <gasps> Beautiful tats all over my back. Makes me so proud, I'm gonna shout it out loud I got another tattoo, baby Yeah, another tattoo, no, 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 another tattoo, baby Another tattoo, no. Maya Shakhed from Tatura, who is a wonderful tattoo artist here in Sydney in Bondi Junction Welcome, Maya Oh, thank you Maya, I know that this is going to be a difficult question to answer why, why, why do people get tattoos? Wow, there's so many reasons. Um, memorial tattoos, fun tattoos, you know, just like children's names, husband's names. Now, I, I see children's names a lot, and I, I understand that because you can never change that name. But uh, Husband and Husbands wife. Or, uh, or boyfriends, girlfriends, these things can change and then you've got regrets. It's always like uh, we have to say tattoo two days, two weeks, two months or two years after they're getting the name. And then they come in to cover it up. It's mm. either they break up, they get divorced. It's like a jinx. Would not recommend to get your husband's name on you. Something impermanent like a husband or a wife. Right, Pete, I'm warning you, don't get your husband's name in, <laughs> exactly. tattooed on your on your body. It's. Uh... Is there a particular uh, a favorite type of like an animal? Because we, we see all these people walking around with animals on their on their bodies, various bodies. I noticed looking at your Instagram feed, you had what you did an owl, which is pretty amazing. Are there any any ones that you're specialist in or is it just general types of things? Whatever comes around, you know, I love tigers, owls. I just love the animal tattoos in general. Lions are very popular. When people come know. in for a tattoo, do you ask them uh, the reason why? There must um, be opportunities to ask them why they're getting a tattoo and do they share freely? Most of them will share. Sometimes it's a bit rude to ask. Sometimes it's very touching. You know, someone... A dog died and he wanted to get his dog on the ribs, like a portrait of his dog. He was crying the whole session. It was very sad. Do you find that so, you're, for some people, you're part therapist and part tattoo artist? Oh, yes, definitely. But I totally understand people getting closer. They're spending a lot of time with me. They open up, you know, they mm. feel close. And I'm not a typical tattoo artist. I'm a mom. I have two boys and they feel like they can, you know, speak with me. Hopefully they'll pay you too. Maya, it sounds like you bring a lot of heart and, and uh, love to your yeah. to your art. And you consider it an art, don't you? Yes, definitely. 
I put my heart in every little tattoo. Even the small or the biggest is like something they carry for life, you know, because it's a sacred thing. It sounds like you, in a way, are destroying all the preconceptions a lot of people would have about tattoo artists as these these men with big beards and, and tattoos all over their bodies and just very gruff. You sound like you bring a very feminine, very soft side to the process. And as you say, it's something that's there forever and, and it's almost like you have a connection with these people forever. Would that be correct? Yes, yes, totally. I think it's maybe mainly because of my first experience getting a tattoo. It was like done when I was 18. I was so keen to get a tattoo. It do, it wasn't matter like I got I got it some design from the wall. I said, yes, this is what I want. And the tattooist, he was so impatient. It was like, I wasn't sure about the size. It was my very first time getting a tattoo and he didn't care. You're getting it this size or he showed me the door. It's either my way or the highway. And I just like, I had to sit up so quietly and I didn't want to upset him because he's holding the machine, the needles. So I didn't want him to mess up my tattoo. I was scared the whole time. And it shouldn't be like that. And I want to have like a good experience, and a warm, nice experience. And that's why I want to change that. Well, you, you actually, you know what you've now done, Maya, that Elliot and mm-hmm. I now want to come and get 20 tattoos just from you because we think... I, know, I told you it's addictive. It is totally addictive. But it's like the topic of this episode is tattoos. I just don't get it. There are a lot of people who are kind of middle-aged or older who are saying, why do all these people get these terrible tattoos to which you would say, what's your answer to that well terrible depends who's doing it Uh, good point good point that's fair Mm -hmm. that's fair it is art there is good art there is bad art i notice a lot of beautiful young girls these days you know early 20s and so forth and Mm. for so many girls their um their legs are their best feature that they like to show off and they get tattoos all up and down their thighs and on the backs of their calves and all around And, and I think that they're going to have regrets in later life when this is not appropriate for their age. I mean, is there an opportunity where young girls come in and ask for a tattoo on a part of their body that's going to be very visible to everybody for the rest of their lives? Do you sometimes feel, as a mother, that you have a responsibility to talk them out of it or change their of ideas? Of course. And I did. There were two girls, sisters, 21 years old, 21 and 22 so young and they wanted to get the galaxy on their hands you cannot hide it it's forever there and they wanted like a big circle of galaxy full on and i said you're now 21 you're not thinking you know what's going to happen in like five ten years that you will look for a job like a perfect job you're not going to work at um pizzeria or whatever you need to think over and i refuse to do it many people would, um, th- would think that that's actually a very responsible attitude to take and that's very commendable yeah, I think that's the minimum I can do, you know. Which goes back to the, I guess, the emotional side of things that you help your cu- mm-hmm. your customers with, which is fantastic. I think this has been yeah. a f- very big eye-opener for so many it people, has. and I really appreciate that you've taken the time to come and talk to us about this. I'm going to come and visit your studio. Well, I would love to see you guys. Elliot is, not me. Yeah, I'm going to bring... T- no, no, you just come in. We'll make you a cup of coffee. You don't have to get a tattoo. We can get you a fake tattoo. <laughs> I want to get Pete a great big love heart across his chest with the word Elliot. <laughs> Forever. Oh, no, I, I, want, I want love and hate on my fingers on each knuckle, on each hand. Can you do it, Maya? Can you do it? Of course I Thank can do Thank you. It. Maya, you've been so wonderful. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure talking to you. When I was a kid, you used to be able to look at somebody and you could tell by what their tattoo was and where it was, what kind of person they were. 
Like if you saw somebody with a neck tattoo, you were like, that's a crazy son of a bitch right there. <laughs> and they'd always have something crazy on their neck. FTW, f the world. And then they would have a teardrop tattoo, you know? What's a teardrop for? I killed a motherfucker. And I couldn't cry my own tears. Now it doesn't matter where the tattoo is or what it is. You got these little emo kids with skinny jeans and life is difficult tattooed on their neck. Real tears running down his face. Why are you crying? It hurts. We're in the studio with Kelly. Hello. Kelly has a sultry and sexy voice, and yes. she brings a female unlike, unlike Elliot and I. I'm going to take it to a whole new level. Oh, my God. I hope so. You know we're talking about tattoos and nothing else. No. Okay. All right. Kelly, I saw a meme recently on Facebook that said, from a female perspective, and I want your mm. spin on this, so you have tattoos and a six-pack. Please allow me to remove my clothes. <laughs> Oh, we're going sexist oh, immediately. God. Why? Because I'm female. What, Is she speaking to... for all females? <laughs> no. Can I just answer in one word? No. Okay, so there's nothing attractive about tattoos on men. Oh, look, okay. I'm going to ah, say something say really sexist. Can Please. I say something sexist? This we, is we not want, the politically yeah. correct we, show. Okay. We, we, you're here right. to say politically incorrect things. All right, okay. And be sexist. Okay. I personally, as a woman, I do feel that men can bring off tattoos or ink as they're mm, otherwise known, yeah, yeah. better than women can. I really do. Ah, and I think it particularly as men age. Right. Look, it, it goes downhill. I think in your 20s, I actually think ink can look good. Mm. but And it does definitely go downhill. But I do honestly think that men just look better with tattoos than women. I, and I feel like so I can is it the bad boy thing? My... Is it because yeah, chicks are sort yeah. of generally like to go to the roughneck guy, the, the one who has a motorbike or a or gets into fights or has a scar or a seedy past, a mystery about him that's attractive. Look, there's definitely there's definitely something from an element of, of, of risk, an element of bad boy that definitely I think is can be attractive. But I think and look, I can think of particular men who who bring off tattoos, like can hold tattoos. So well, to that point, out of Elliot and I, who would you think has a tattoo? <laughs> well, I know the answer oh, to that. Fine. So but if you saw us just walking in the street, which yeah. of us, which which of us, you wouldn't even look up, would you? Do I? Can I say no comment? <laughs> no, we'd rather you. We'd rather you commented because it's like this is our our whole self esteem is built on this, Kelly. So um, go ahead, call up. Answer the question, please, without notice. So when she looks at me, she thinks bad boy. <laughs> When she looks at you, she thinks unicorns and fairy bread. <laughs> I think you. Yeah. Oh. Honestly, I, I would think Elliot. What? That's sorry. That's, that's yes. <laughs> I'm the bad boy. Okay, so we covered the aspect of yeah. the, uh, uh, from a female perspective. There, there is an element of risk and and mystery and whatnot that's attractive. So guys can pull off the tattoo quite well, depending on where it is and the artwork and so forth, and not necessarily have to tell you the circumstance. But girls can't, and oh. why? Girls can't and won't. Okay. Or are there circumstances yeah. upon which girls can Look, or should? Look, I've made a horrible generalisation in what I'm saying. Horrible. It is horrible. That's what we're Yeah, and about. I feel like I can because... The entire basis of this show <laughs> is sweeping generalisations wrong or right. Tattoos, when I was growing up, said something about what a woman was. It really did. I'm what, not what? saying I agree no, with it. No, come on, come on. I'm let's just let's saying oh, there no, are no. certain elements what of... What was the woman? Exactly. What exactly, was the woman? Kelly, You've got us. You, you can't open the door and then not leave us in. In, in suspenders, let's just okay, tell Okay, so us. if in your day when a girl had tats up and down, what was she? Say it. Don't. 
Don't worry about the circumstances. Yeah, well, there worry. was a slut element. <gasps> there it is. You went there. You went there. It was a woman. Look, and I, I admire them. I'm certainly not saying you that. You admire sluts. No. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> this is the stuff that's staying. But in. it was. It was probably a woman who. Um, yes. It was more. Well, I mean, in on a positive sense, comfortable in her own skin and um, wanted to dress it up a little. Wanted to dress it up, but there was definitely some. And look, I'm realizing how ridiculous I'm sounding and what I'm saying, but you're I'm not, trying you know, to keep it. The the more you are, the better in, you are. Okay. <laughs> you got no enemies here. That's right. <laughs> in those days, a girl with tats was considered cheap. Cheaper, yeah. And a hussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a, yeah, and a yeah, floozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not but, someone you wanted your son to marry. But that's yeah. changed, right? It's changed. Absolutely has changed. it has changed. Absolutely it has what changed. What do you think has changed that makes it now acceptable? I, this is where yeah. I think the crisis really exists. Yeah. What is it between our generation yeah. After five and, hours, we finally got to Gen a crisis. Y. Thanks to you, Kelly. How do you feel? <laughs> what was the turning point that made it acceptable for young girls to have illustrations all over them? And and society doesn't bat an eyelid. What what is it that you think? Yeah, look, I think it is the. I mean, it's that whole evolution of gender equality. And as an open voice and a social voice that people have, and then there's the undercurrent of of what they have. So I think that in this day and age, we're living in an era now where we're trying to move away from gender bias and gender stereotypes. So I do think, as a consequence of that, there's a, a difference in in psyche in in relation to what men and women are open to. So it, it's ultimately a, a self expression. That may well be the most credible thing that's ever been said on this program. You put your professional hat on there, didn't you? What professional hat is <laughs> no. that? Consumer insights and psychology. You couldn't tell me that before. <laughs> We've been psychoanalyzed the whole time. And, and it's not looking good. No. It's not looking good, which leads us, I think, to questions without notice. I'm ready. I'm, how ready are you? So, wax, pluck, or shave? Oh, definitely wax. Okay. Chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? <laughs> if you say strawberry, you're such a cheat. I'm going to go vanilla. Vanilla? Go, no, Nobody ever chocolate, goes vanilla. Chocolate. I know. Chocolate. Yeah. chocolate. No, I, I prefer no. vanilla. There's what society says and then yeah, there's the undercurrent, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah, you yeah. were going vanilla on top when there was an undercurrent of chocolate. Okay, we've had some very interesting answers to this question today. Mm. So we're going to dive straight in. Mm. Gilligan's Island, I Dream of Jeannie, The Brady Bunch, <laughs> Favourite and Why. And if you say Gilligan's Island because of ginger, <laughs> we've got some discussions to have. I always had a little crush on Greg. In the Brady Bunch. Uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> yeah. Elliot's favorite. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Let's not go further into that. Unless yeah. you really no. want to. No. Let's no. not psychoanalyze. No. <laughs> no. Final question. If you could be one of the following, who would you be? Arnold, Oprah, or Hugh Jackman? And we're not talking Arnold Horshack. I'd probably give Hugh Jackman a world. Where would you like to see a tattoo on Hugh Jackman? Mm. <laughs> Um, oh, on, the um, on the guns. On the guns. You know, it's yeah. like I remember that Elliot would know, not even know this yeah. person. They were criticizing the former cricket captain of Australia, Michael mm. Clark. Oh, we've gone cricket. Oh, okay. <laughs> hang, hang on, excuse me for. A <laughs> <laughs> and he had tattoos. On his on his arm, and I remember someone made a comment: "You've got to have the arms to justify the tats." Yeah. So you've got to have yeah. the guns as opposed to me. So that's the reason you've got no tats. Correct. I've got, I pop, gu- I've got pop guns. <laughs> <laughs> and on that high note. Slingshots. Slingshots. <laughs> Kelly, thank you for daring to be part of the Midlife Crisis Show. Have you survived? Confidence and ego intact. <laughs> no, actually, but that's all right. That's the all irreparable right. damage. I'll, that I'll is the fine. Midlife Crisis Show. <laughs> thank you. You've been wonderful. <laughs> ah!
very high caliber of guest that we've had today for this yeah, wonderful we're, episode. We're bringing some intellect into the argument. Uh, and then we're going to bring in David. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. David's a very intelligent man oh, and no. he's a guest, another guest in the studio, David, our resident aeronautical engineer. Uh, I'm an engineer and a part-time philosopher, Peter. Yep. We're talking about a subject you know a lot about and that is tattoos. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. David, do you get it? No, I don't, Peter. I don't at all. Although, okay, and thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Play him out. I did think about it a bit before I came in this morning. I was speaking to my 16-year-old. No, that was a mistake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I said, look, I'm going to be talking about tattoos. Tats uh, to the young people. Tats. And I'm thinking, is it one of those things where the old fogies really don't get it and the mm. kids, every generation has something that you know criticizes the younger generation? Can we just it- qualify uh, what demographic qualifies as a fogie? Uh, That's you, David. You're talking us. over forty-ish. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then I thought, but the difference with tattoos is, that unlike sex, drugs, and rock and roll, they don't go away. They're permanent, and it's not transitory. You can, you know, kid, tell your kids not to drink. They do drink. Hopefully, they get over. You know, nothing long-term damage happens with a tattoo. It's the what I don't get is the uh, appeal to something that's permanent. Mm. So when they're twenty and a hipster on Bondi Beach and they've got their arms covered mm. with tattoos, but when they're fifty on Bondi Beach, they're going to have the same tattoos with the name of the same ex-girlfriend. So you've got the you've got several tattoos, David. <laughs> no, I don't, Peter. I don't have any. We but all yeah, do but think- what if it's really, really, really relevant, really good, really well done, and really which all of which is subjective. Elliot. Mm. Yeah, subjective. I mean, is it does it matter that the rest of the world doesn't have to share the story? That's a good question. That's a good point. I At don't last, know the we've been doing this for fourteen episodes, and you've finally asked, asked a, good, a good question. Good yes. question. But yes. to answer his good question without your interruption, oh. Peter, it's also been pointed out that when you're twenty, your skin is clean and tight and fit, but when you're fifty, it might be a bit flabbier, and that tattoo is going to get soft and enlarged, and smushy, smushy. The little yeah. panda bear that, for uh, that for those, a good friend of mine told me becomes a big fat panda bear because your skin has become big and fat. For and those great. who don't know us it's like that's not everyone over 50 is like that David. no it's true yeah. it's only a very small proportion of no. us are smushy because tattoos are nothing new i mean we didn't invent it in western modern society Correct. there are plenty of uh, yeah, tattoos, well-respected tattoos in egypt ancient egypt that's right there are, there are well-respected societies ancient societies where the acquisition of a tattoo was a, a, a usually a boy's rite of passage that's and most of these cultures have some form of rite of passage and and mm. to get a tattoo and to endure the pain and to be marked permanently as a member of the congregation mm. or the or the community in which he lived was was a big deal. It's arguable that that's some form of community peer pressure. Yeah. And that then yeah. doesn't differ much from the reasons why youth of today will get a tattoo because yeah. they want to fit in with their contemporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and there's just a lot more artistic license and scope for having different things that have different significance. But That's might there be an argument that our rites of passage uh, are not things like tattoos? They might be... Uh, Getting a degree or or doing oh, something. Oh, less... you went the other way. I was going to say shooting up heroin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. depends on which area of society. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about. yeah. yeah. How, good how's point, this, D- Dave? Let's just good uh, point though, Elliot. That's an interesting point that you've it, made. It is. There. He raises the interesting points. Mm, so yes, I get to the emotional. It's only emotional ever side. accidental. I promise you that. So, and incidentally, about political correctness, if you were intending that, you've come to the wrong place. Right. And, yeah, and Dave, so how, do think, how do you think this interview is going so far? Um, I was with Donald and Melania the other day, and uh, it's going better than that. Uh, Peter's had an underground activity as a costume designer for Eurovision. <laughs> so uh, 
I think um, you'd know better. Than it that. pays better than this. Than this, but like, like tattoos are a serious thing. I mean, if you go to the beach in summer now, would we all agree there is sort of an epidemic of it? That it's really become epidemic's widespread. Epidemic's a very strong word, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I'd it call it more a scourge. 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 It's the yes. perspective upon you know from which you're viewing it. The, yeah, the truth point. is that. I have contemporaries in my age group and I'm the odd man out because I have one discreet tattoo in a place where no one would see it. Yeah. My kids are in a scene where they're covered from head to toe in tattoos. There's not mm-hmm. a there's not a limb or really? you know, that that doesn't have at least some form of tattoo that's visible all the time. And that's becoming the norm. When did it cross over? When did it become the norm? Mm. Seems to me it's quite sudden. I do remember, old enough to remember when tattoos were done by guys in the navy, or I don't know. Now it's it's hipsters. So there's been that change, hasn't there? So let's 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 play that out. If I yeah. if I wanted to be seen as a hipster, and I do, apart from having big hips, yeah. I get tattoos. So that yes. gives if I'm a middle aged man, and I get a tattoo. Does that give me cred? Not Dave? if not if you no. get the word hipster tattooed across <laughs> your forehead. I am a I am a hipster on my forehead. That but here's work. the irony. Uh, it used to be seen as something to be individual, but now if everybody's doing it, then it's hardly you individual. Fo- you can form in your nonconformity. Kind of like punk rock. Exactly. Punks yeah. were anarchy and nonconformity, and yet when you go to a concert, there's 3,000 of them. They all look exactly the same, right. like a uniform. Well, we human beings all crave connection. My argument is if you really like a particular design and if it's got some kind of emotional, religious, mm-hmm. you know, cultural significance to your life... Yeah. Would it not serve an equal purpose printed on a T-shirt that you could wear and take off and put in the bin if you don't like it anymore, if it's no longer relevant? Mm. At what stage does it have to be that relevant that it's going to be relevant for the rest of your days and you have to have it tattooed across your chest Mm. where you can't take it off? off. I think that's the real problem here. I Mm. still remember a T-shirt I had in the 80s. Scratch and smell. Which Bay had, City Rollers. Which, which, which had, no, you guys, look, I'm trying to be serious here. I'm trying it's to not working. And it, it was, it was had a photo, it was like a cartoon of, of the Phantom. You know the Phantom? And it said, I'm... No, I'll do it, the voice again. I, <laughs> he was, I, I didn't know the Phantom was from, was from New Delhi. <laughs> I'm imitating my friend, Fenwick, who, who always says Phantom. Um, and he had, it was, a photo, it was a cartoon of the Phantom there in the countryside and he had a horse. And he said, I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse horse and the bubble coming out of the horse says meow that appealed to me if i could get that tattooed Tattooed. on my chest that would work if you could get that tattooed on your chest i would pay for the tattoo i would pay pay right well i want to see you and let's call my back and make you an appointment to get on your chest i think that's we'll be there at about one o'clock should be there for the rest of your life this is getting real you were just kidding ah but see isn't it interesting that just on its own finally we're making getting interesting ladies and gentlemen we make a joke and the moment we talk about making that permanent, permanent. Ah, all yeah, of a sudden, Touché. there's an yes, anchor yes. dug into the ground. Elliot's up. giving you the coup de grace. It is a coup de grace. Mm. Again, with the big word. <laughs> yeah, no, French. <laughs> the, 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 the bit of death. <laughs> yeah, English. The, the move to permanence where Peter buckled, but a lot of the hipsters are clearly not. They go there, so... No. It's like the impulse purchase buying a chewing gum at the at the checkout counter. Yeah, but this is permanent. This exactly. Is it's slightly gum different. Forever. That's yeah. a different type of impulse yes. purchase. Yeah, the, the challenge of why the permanence and why the attraction to disfigurement. Dave, you keep talking about permanence, dude. You've got to move on. There get is it. something, okay. though, yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. because the, yes, the, Elliot, we've got you. laser technology now that <laughs> yeah. can remove, remove tattoos, it. right? Now, it leaves so, a scar, though. It leaves a scar, but I think that that's already a leap 
a, a leap further forward than it was before. It used to be that if you wanted a tattoo removed, it was usually going to be the removal of the limb, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. or they would use a cheese so grater. So we've, we've but, traversed everything here. Okay. Suicide, amputation, it's all going on. Okay. That's, so, a, that's a good reason to get a tattoo. So, David, so you, enjoy if, ourselves. if you want to wrap up the show, I mean, uh, yeah. taken over. Well, I, it's been, Elliot, it's been a pleasure to talk to you uh, and hear yours, your stories. And can Peter I come is. back? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to come back. Yeah. I think this has can. been fun. Actually, you know what we haven't done is ah, questions without questions notice. questions without notice, which I've forgotten what they are. Okay. And these are cutting-edge questions that are relevant to the, the intelligent listenership that we have. Right. All right, so you've got to be prepared, and I want you to be discerning about the way that you choose your wordiness and verbiage when answering okay. these questions. I'll do my best. Okay, are you prepared? Well, you shouldn't be because they're questions without notice. No, I, I didn't study you. So that was a trick question. Gilligan's Island, I Dream of Jeannie, or The Brady Bunch, which is your favourite and why? Gilligan's Island, because it had ginger, and she helped me get through puberty. In what way, Dave? Let's not elaborate. Good yeah. answer. Good, Good answer. answer. I think we all know where you're going yeah, with that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Ginger was just... Okay, if you can... Thanks. Thanks. And if you're out there, Ginger. <laughs> she is, she's a guy in Sydney She's, she's 85. Still, yeah, but she forever will be that Hollywood movie star on a desert island. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Dave. Okay. <clears throat> David. Really thanks. regret asking that question. Okay. <laughs> you bring in an engineering philosopher. You wanted, that's uh, what you get. You wanted uh, questions without notice. You got it. Oh, yeah. You ask, you get. What's wrong with the younger generation? You've got 30 seconds. <laughs> Too much money, not enough thought. More dollars than cents. Wax, pluck, or shave? Take it where you will. Gender based? Just male answer or the question, counselor. Shave. Yeah, okay. Chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? <laughs> Chocolate. Oh, these are trivial. Give me some. <laughs> That's it. We're done. That's, That's it. it. We're done. Yeah, questions it. without notice. Yeah. It was fun. You passed. Uh, well, you. ish. You got With a, flying colours or no, just black and white? Yeah, 51%. 51%. Yeah, just okay. a pass. Yeah, I didn't say it was a high distinction. But <laughs> and the after party? Oh, that's and that's about to happen. David, thank you. My pleasure. Thanks Did it live you. down to expectations? Thank Off you. a low base. Yes. All right. <laughs> what have we achieved? There's much we've achieved. Where are we? Where were we? Well, like most episodes, we're, if anything, further back from the truth than we, than we started. We, we're certainly no closer to understanding, but... But we've had fun. We've had fun and we've got some we've had some credible and incredible guests which have added to what we don't bring to the table, which is credibility. We don't. We bring tattoos. We have at least confirmed a long held suspicion, unspoken suspicion, mm. that guys with tattoos are actually more attractive to women because they bring the bad boy yes. element. I think that's an important thanks, thing. Thanks to, to Kelly. Tell that has been confirmed. And I know that there'll be a swag of our listenership that will be rushing off to Maya to get bad boy tattoos on their guns just because Kelly said chicks dig tats. That's it. She didn't exactly say that, but we're going to edit it so yeah. that she sounds like she said that. Yeah. But with our other guests, I think all they've really done is echoed what we originally thought, and that is that we just don't get it. We don't get it? None of us in this generation get it, and we'll never get it. And I think we should leave it there. Goodbye. Goodbye.